And we're live. Hey now, ladies and gentlemen. It is Over the Line, brand new episode for you. A very uh, uh, <laughs> important episode, should we say. As you now know, the president and the first lady have tested positive for COVID-19. That's right. It was only a matter of time. I mean, off the top, but we, I think we can all be honest that everyone was going to catch it. Is it bad timing? Of course it's bad timing. We're a month away from the election. A quarantine lasts 14 days. That's literally half of the time we have left before election day. It's the most important four weeks of the election. And now Donald Trump has, uh, has to deal with this. Now, I've had several people ask me last night and this morning, well, what do you think is going to happen? Should we be concerned? Should we be nervous? I think on, on uh, anybody's scale, you would be nervous in a sense, at least when you initially hear the news. You don't want to hear that, especially when the president's in his 70s. He's in that that last age bracket that has um, the 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 lowest uh, uh, or, or highest mortality rate, I guess you should say. But at the same time, even with numerous comorbidities, the, survive, the survivability rate is around 97.5%. Okay. So if you're 70 plus and you have more, you have no comorbidities, you're really in that 99% bracket. So in the grand scheme, this is nothing much more than the president coming down with a sickness that has, you know, killed people in the past, whether that's a, you know, flu or any other sickness can really make you sick. But if you're healthy for the most part and you don't have anything going on crazy, you're not morbidly obese, you don't drink and smoke and all these things. You should be fine. And we know the president. He doesn't drink. He's never drank, never done drugs. Um, the only unhealthy habit that we really know that he has is he eats McDonald's. But anybody that watches this guy on a regular basis can tell you that he's not a sickly guy. He's always turned up to 11. He's always moving and shaking and always seems to be, you know, fired up. Whether that's happy Trump or frustrated Trump or whatever. He's always going, and it's, it, he's a different kind of guy. It is just the way he's wired. But in this situation, it's actually a good thing. It's going to, it's going to help him, in my opinion. So, the next question is, or, or after hearing the news and, and feeling sorry for the first lady and the president, my my next thought is, well, here comes the left, and here comes the vile, nasty behavior that we are used to. And the expectations, right off the top, were going to be wishing death upon Donald Trump. And it's not a COVID thing. It's not uh, they, they whether or not they felt like he's played down coronavirus or any of that. They, they've been wishing death upon Donald Trump for four years, okay? This is just another outlet, another route to take to wish death upon him. It's just their thing. That's what they like to do. Whether it's Kathy Griffin holding up a bloody head. 
or artwork hanging in storefront windows of Donald Trump having his throat cut. We've been watching it go down for four years. So this really should be no shock to anyone. Is it frustrating? Of course it is. Because most of you guys, and and, and I know you well enough as being a guy that supports Trump or uh, aligns himself with conservatives, that you don't act this way when somebody on the other side has some sort of tragedy or is sick or whatever. You don't wish death upon them. And a big part of that is you don't want to stoop to the other team's level. Now, in reality, some of y'all may think, man, well, that's, you know, poetic justice or it's this or it's that. But you're not overtly saying it. (laughs) I'll give you at least some of y'all. I'll give y'all that. I I know how y'all operate. So this is where we're at. So so I spent my morning. I, I got the news. I was actually awake last night when the news came across. And I had spent most of my night preparing a separate podcast about Joe Biden in, in this aspect of racism that has plagued the 2020 election, whether it's white supremacy or whatever else, which we'll do on a later show. But this one, this one is about the left's reaction to the coronavirus. Now, I don't know why I did this last night, but I just, the first thing I did when I got the news, I flipped it over on CNN. And Don Lemon had taken the reins. It was like 11 o'clock at night here in, in the central time zone. And Don Lemon was on there and he had a plethora of guests. And he was, he was breaking the news to everyone and saying, this is what's the deal. The, the president has tested positive. And then came the, the subtle, what I would consider subtle end zone dances from CNN and the guest on CNN. In this first one, we've got Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who you hear about all the time. He came on with Don Lemon to discuss the diagnosis, what it means, and where we go from here with the First Lady and the President contracting COVID-19. Sanjay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, because we know it doesn't work, and I know you don't have to go through the whole explanation of it. Is this a moment of reckoning for the president and this administration, for all of the all of the pretending or looking the other way, um, and trying to convince people otherwise of the science for whatever reason, whether whether it was for to make sure that he was re- reelected, um, to make sure that he had high standing uh, with the public, or just um, to for whatever reason, for, because of the economy, is this now a moment of reckoning that yes, this is real. It is not a hoax. It doesn't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. It is time to take this seriously and all the preventative measures that the scientists, the doctors like Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks, have been touting for so long. Now, this is the push from the left that uh, the president's been calling it a hoax. He hasn't been taking it seriously. He doesn't wear his mask when he needs to wear his mask. And he's just kind of been very nonchalant about it. When in reality, the president's just been real about it. That we can't shut our country down over something like this. And as the days go on, we, we learned more and more and more about it. To the point, now that the president's got it, we've got the best care or the best ways to treat it that we've ever had. But yet, this is a big, I told you so. 
to not just the president, but his supporters. Well, Don, you know, it, it's, it's um, interesting. I would say, answer first as a doctor. Whenever I take care of patients who are now dealing with a disease that had only been conceptual in their mind for some time, yeah, I mean, people do behave differently after that. You know, whether it's heart disease or, or brain disease of the patients I care for, they do treat things differently. There is a seriousness, uh, you know, uh, where they may not, you know, it, it does change your perspective. But Don, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, the president has known the seriousness of this disease for, for a long time. Um, we, we know from these, these conversations that he had with Bob Woodward, we know even going back to the hydroxychloroquine thing for a second, why did he take it? Mm -hmm. Leave aside the fact that it didn't work. Why did he do it? Well, maybe he was actually really worried. Maybe he had had contact with somebody at that point, and he's thinking, well, I need to protect myself. So uh, my point is that... Now, it seems like an actual doctor would make a statement of, of a, a patient that he's never seen to say, he took something and it didn't work. Well, how do you know it didn't work? I mean, is Dr. Sanjay Gupta alluding to, is he assuming that if you take hydroxychloroquine for two weeks, which is what we were told he did, that you will never, ever contract COVID-19? Because that's the only logical explanation that would explain that statement. But it really discredits you as a doctor to say, well, it obviously didn't work when you really don't even know the regimen or it, the effects of taking hydroxychloroquine. That I think he... I, a reckoning, I don't know if that's the right word, because I think he has known the seriousness this, of this for some time. What has now happened is that it's affected him directly, and that is something he can't hide from. You know, he's, they've got to disclose this, which they did. They've got to continue to be fully transparent in terms of his symptoms. And we'll see, you know, uh, we'll saw, we saw what happened with Boris Johnson in the UK after he contracted the disease. We'll have to see what happens with the president in terms of his mindset, not just the physical sort of course that this disease may or may not take for him. Now, this is this was the early moments of of them finding out that uh, the president had contracted coronavirus. So the, the news was fresh, and, and you can tell in their demeanor that they were trying to be careful and trying to get their footing on which direction they needed to go, which direction they wanted to go as far as taking on this president. It started off as a very pompous, I told you so, why Why did you not take this serious? Hopefully you'll change your mind now because we see how serious this thing is. But as the show went along, it got worse and worse to where they were just rubbing it in the president's face. Now, keep in mind, there's nothing the president has to apologize at this point for as the left is alluding he does. He doesn't. He's never said the virus wasn't real. He's never said that pe certain people can't contract the virus, that you can't contract the virus if you take hydroxychloroquine. He's never said any of those things. These things are things that are made up by the left. Like most everything they report, it is made up. Whether it's coming from anonymous sources or they are quoting the president and taking his words completely out of context. But you keep going, and here's more of Sanjay Gupta with Don Lamont talking about the situation at hand. Sanjay, you mentioned hydroxychloroquine. The president took it. Um, it did. It did not work. Now, Ed, listen, I don't mean to that in a you know I'm not being facetious, but it did not. It obviously does not work, and did not work for him. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it did not, and that's exactly what the evidence would have suggested. I mean, you know, people aren't just making this stuff up. Well, what evidence? What, what evidence does Sanjay Gupta have that hydroxychloroquine did or did not work? Somebody, it, it, John Lamont, if he was an actual journalist, he would have said, well, give us your insight, because obviously, just judging by what you're saying, you know how much he took, how often he took it, what the time frame he took it was, when's the last time he's took it to compare to, to this, this positive test, what are those details? That would help draw a very clear picture of how effective or vice versa that hydro, hydroxychloroquine is. But Don Lamont's not going to ask that question because Don Lamont's got an agenda. There was a theory on this medication. Maybe it'll work based on what we know of this medication. All right, go test it. Go test it. Yeah. So there's uh, there's your your uh, uber sophisticated medical advice from CNN Sanjay Gupta. If I was a doctor and I was going to go the route of even being on a TV show or being the you know uh, uh, official doctor of any channel or show, CNN is the last place I would want to go. CNN is notorious for putting out fake business. And if, if you want to be taken seriously as a doctor by most of America, CNN's not the place to go, buddy. But then they move on and they're talking to a lady whose name is uh, Arlette Sands, I guess is how you pronounce her name. I have no idea. But this is just to show you how the show progressed throughout the night after finding out the news the president had tested positive. Well, it's interesting because the Biden folks had said that, you know, um, that the vice president hadn't, hadn't been able to get out on the campaign trail because he was uh, heeding the, the policies of social distancing, the wearing masks, uh, the quarantine. He had been heeding that to the guidelines, that, to the way that he thought it should have been, and to the way, quite frankly, the Trump administration uh, had been saying, adhering to the rules. And the criticism has been from the right and from the president, Joe Biden is stuck in his basement. He won't get out. He's doing, he's wearing a mask, whatever. Perhaps Joe Biden was doing the right thing. And it's now time for the Trump administration to um, to take a lesson from what, what the Biden folks have been doing all along. Yeah, it's it's all about learning from from the Bidens because they've been doing it right, obviously. Here's the thing. The, the left is so shallow in their thinking. They, 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 take, they take things on the surface and just draw the most complex conclusions without getting any of the details. They don't care about any of the details. Well, Trump caught it. Biden didn't. So that's evidence that Biden did it right and Trump didn't. I mean, just look. Trump should have stayed in his basement for the entire election. He would have never caught the coronavirus. Right. Right. It's just like Hope Hicks catching it, which a lot of people are jumping to the conclusion that, that the, the strain that the president caught was from Hope Hicks because she had tested positive. They found out, I guess, after getting back from a rally. And at that point, they tested the president as they do on a daily basis. And that's the beauty of... of the advantage that the president has is he's tested so often that as soon as he did catch it, they were going to know. But they assume that it came from Hope Hicks. Well, here's Hope Hicks' scenario. She's constantly wearing a mask, just like everybody else in the White House. 
the president probably not wearing a mask so much because we're told the mask is to protect others, not yourself. Well, if the president is constantly being tested and he knows on a regular basis that he's negative for the virus, then there's no point in him really wearing a mask, especially if he's social distancing. That's another thing. We were told, we're still told, that we don't really have to wear a mask if we can stay six feet or more apart from other people. The mask was supposed to allow us to come within six feet of people. But now the mask is just something you've got to wear all day, every day, no matter where you go. That's the new thing. But Hope Hicks, who just like everybody else in the White House is wearing a mask everywhere she goes, she caught it as well. I remember the mayor of Atlanta when she caught it. She's like, this is crazy. I'm constantly sanitizing. I'm washing my hands. I'm wearing a mask. I don't know how I caught it. We hear it over and over and over and over that the people that take all the precautions, they're the ones that catch it. But for Donald Trump, it's all political. And that's why they're acting the way they are. Let's look at some tweets from the left that have transpired over the past 12 hours. Here's one that says, I've been atheist for nearly 40 years, but perhaps now there is a God. And they link the Trump test positive for coronavirus article from the New York Times. You go on down, you got another tweet that said, I seriously thought the bleach in his veins would save him. With a gift from Joe Exotic saying, I truly believe in karma. You go down to somebody else, another tweet, and these are checkmark people, famous people. I have no idea who they are. This lady says, has Joe Biden been tested for COVID-19 after standing indoors with a confirmed COVID patient who spent nearly two hours screaming at him? Then another one, Trump on February 26th, you have 15 people. And those 15 within a couple of days is going to be down to close to zero. Trump, seven months later, 210,000 dead Americans later on October 2nd, the president has caught coronavirus. Now, can we remember the 210,000 people that have been killed by coronavirus? The CDC is saying, hey, it's only about 6 to 10% of that number that actually died from coronavirus. We seem to forget that part, which really drastically changes the number. If you take 210 and you cut it by nine-tenths, that makes the number dramatically low and not quite as scary. But that's neither here nor there. We only pick the facts we like. Now the guy says hydroxychloroquine, stand back and stand by. Another tweet says, I mean, didn't we already know she's a terrible human being, referring to Melania, who didn't give a crap. Showing a picture of her wearing that infamous jacket saying, really don't care, do you? Kathy Griffin says, I don't think he's capable of sticking to a 14-day quarantine. Another guy says, if it infects Trump's colon, then Lindsey Graham should probably quarantine too. Rick Wilson, political pundit, you see him on, I believe, MSNBC all the time. He says, I don't think his story is going to have a happy ending. Tim O'Brien saying proof that hydroxychloroquine does not work. Another tweet that someone try injecting him with bleach and warm weather. And then Joy Reid. Everything about what Donald Trump, his White House team, and his campaign have done 
has been breathtakingly irresponsible. Everyone who has been around them is at risk, and that includes his rally fans, Republican polls, the media pool, and the vice president. Everyone. My God. Another tweet saying, kind of wish you wore the mask, huh? So that's, um, that's what we're seeing from the left. And those are the PG-13 tweets. There are more that were much, much worse than this. I actually went through Twitter and did a search on just coronavirus, Donald Trump coronavirus positive reactions, and they were truly awful, truly disgusting. And it's really discouraging to see Americans, human beings, acting in that fashion. But nonetheless, they are. That's the left. And, and I didn't expect anything less. I was disappointed. I wasn't shocked. I wasn't surprised. I was just disappointed to see other human beings act that way. Human beings that claim to hate the other side because they act in that same, same very fashion. They claim the, the right or the extreme right acts this way. But every time something like this happens, we find out who actually acts this way. And here it is. Even the mainstream media outlets, the, the, the print media, if you will, like the Washington Post, pulled no punches as they published an article 39 minutes after the president announced he had tested positive, he and Melania had tested positive for coronavirus, they put out an article titled, Imagine What It Will Be Like to Never Have to Think About Trump Again. And that's correct. Imagine what it will be like to never have to think about Trump again. From the Washington Post. It's an opinion piece, so maybe they get a pass for that. But they tweeted it. They put it out on Twitter a mere 39 minutes after the announcement. They ultimately deleted the tweet and acted like it never happened. I have yet to see a correction, retraction, or an I'm sorry on the Washington Post Twitter. That's not to say that they haven't issued one of those. But it came off as pretty insensitive for Jeff Bezos' company, the Washington Post. And it really in my opinion, helps the president. These guys are so deranged, so absolutely sick, that it makes Trump, for one of the first times in his presidency, makes Trump look to the independent voter a victim. And if you're on the other side, if you despise Trump and you want Trump gone from your life and you're like the Washington Post and you never want to hear from him again, the last thing you want to do a month before the election is make people sympathetic towards Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump is is wired in a way that he does not require any sympathy from anybody, at least from, from independent voters. He makes it clear, hey, I can, I can handle my own. Don't you worry about me. I don't need sympathy. But if he's sick with coronavirus, which we've been told is the most deadly disease in human history, and the left is wishing for it to kill him, that will build sympathy, and he doesn't have to do anything but sit back and recover. So good luck, Democrats. 
Good luck, progressives. Have fun with that. All the while, you've got the mayor of Chicago. I'm going to throw this in here, even though it's not dealing with Trump. Uh, The mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, held a news conference uh, just yesterday. And she was dressed up as what what it, what was called the Corona Destroyer, and this would be funny if it weren't so sad, but the mayor of Chicago, as well as somebody else, were dressed up, I guess, in Halloween costumes, pretending to be some sort of superheroes that were going to destroy the coronavirus. All the while, hundreds of black men, women, and children are killed in the streets of Chicago on a monthly basis. Hundreds. People are killed daily, but hundreds of people are killed monthly, every single month in Chicago. Yet, this is what the mayor of Chicago was doing yesterday. So guess what we're here to talk about today? We know. Not not saving the lives of your citizens, obviously. We know what you're doing. Not your job. So best wishes to the president and the first lady. They'll come out of this just fine. Uh, it will likely politically help the president. The left will not expect that, but it'll hit them like a ton of bricks. And then we will move on to the election thanks for watching subscribe to this youtube channel also click the notification bell if you haven't been to the facebook page it is facebook.com slash over the line show make sure you check that out and at andrew mcclain who on twitter until next time see you cool